you go. All right. Uh, <laughs> hello, welcome to uh, this week's episode of You Can't Be Serious. I am one of your trio of hosts, uh, Joshua Tracy, joined as always by Mitch Patempa and Matt Tory. Guys. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome back, Matt Tory. We missed you very much last week. Yeah, I'm a busy man. A busy man. You are a busy man. Hard man to pin down. Matt, um, just to loop back around to what Mitch and I talked about last week, what did you have food-wise while watching the Super Bowl? Uh, what did I have? I had we had a bunch of frozen foods. I had some chicken wings. I had uh, okay. some taquitos. Uh, a big taquitos guy. Uh, fucking what else? Oh, uh, pretzel dogs. I had some pretzel dogs, too. Like, a pretzel, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know, a little, little, little like Here. pigs in a blanket, but instead of a blanket, they were in a pretzel. Yes. Dogs made of pretzels, yes. Not dogs made of pretzels. Dogs inside of pretzels. Dogs confined Dog- by pretzels. Yes. yes. Dogs confined by pretzels. Yeah. Um, I'm good. I hope you. I hope you enjoyed it. I just uh, had a bunch of finger foods. That's that's really all I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey man, that's the move. Um. Anyway, so. It is uh it is the middle of February. Uh, this episode's dropping February twelfth. We're recording this February eleventh. These details don't matter, but they exist. Um, and February is Black History Month. Hooray! Uh, so Woo! on my other show where I talk about sports, using the numbers, uh, we do uh at the as either the main topic of an episode or at the end of every episode during the month, we talk about uh, black figures in sports and the impact of uh, black history as it pertains to sports, um, how the leagues that we follow um, interact with their either very shitty past in dealing with black people trying to be in the sports and how they're dealing with black people in the sports today. So, because I am in doing this a bunch this uh, this month, um, which I love doing, which is why I do it every month, uh, every, every year, um, I thought it'd be interesting to hear and talk about how you guys interact with Black History Month since we're now adults, meaning we're not in school anymore to kind of have it laid out in front of us. Um, and if you do anything or if Black History Month has like a guy, a face for you, something that, that resonates specifically, uh, where are you guys at with it? Not not nearly I, I, I aspire, Josh, I aspire to have that kind of level of interaction with, with the month of February, like you did at, on your other show there, because I've definitely fallen short of doing any type of research or any type of celebration of the countless amount of black fleets, movie stars, political figures, thinkers, writers, poets, musicians. But uh, yeah, so not, not as much as I would like to. Not as much as I would like to. I think this this podcast is my interaction with Black History Month and being able to talk about it with you guys. Oh, that's a good answer. Oh, that's a good answer. <laughs> this is my interaction. So yes, who? It's a great month. Yeah, I um, as, as shitty as it is to say, like I feel like uh, I I don't really interact with Black History Month or or have a have a relationship with Black History Month or or celebrate it in any way. And like, um, it feels weird to say that out loud. I mean, I guess, you know, like I've, I, I'm not even really sure like what, 
like how I should be. It's it's interesting you, know? you use the word relationship. Yeah. Like what is your relationship? Like as both me and you being non-black people, I, well, I, I think ha- it's, it's, it's weird. I don't know what kind of, rela- what relationship am I supposed to have? Well, so, I mean, like we talk about, yeah. I mean, like we talked about on, uh, I'm not sure, Mitch, if you were with us on that episode when we talked about uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving and the kind of holidays and, no, I was there. Were you? Yeah, so, we were. And we just kind of talked about like, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> we just talked about like, you know, kind of how we each individually celebrate those holidays. Right. And I mean, I think it's kind of, I was kind of looking at it the same way. Right. Except I, I, I just don't celebrate this one, you know? Um, and I guess there's no reason I couldn't or shouldn't or don't, but I, but I haven't, you know? And, um, so, okay. So let's like start over, you know, it's, it's February 1st and we're planning (laughs) out how we want to celebrate black history month. What do we think? Is like, celebrate what, the right word or is or it observe, observe Black History Month? What's black the right history. word here? Is it a, observe what, sounds like, pretty serious? Well, because because so that's a great question, Matt. Because also well, like I, I think, so like, I guess like, hold on. I guess my question like I what do you, how what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to like that's my question? Just too. learn about black people or like do, do, like I I. I I'm not even really sure what the, well, what I, questions to ask, you know, to to guide I, me in the direction of you talk now. I, I, <laughs> so first of all, first of all, none of the three of us are black people. Um, so we are all speaking in our, um, I guess, interaction with the holiday as non-black people. Um, but anyway, the way I see it for me as, you know, a guy outside of the people um, like think when I think back to like how my high school history classes were structured, um, it's a very Eurocentric point of view on things. And I think you end up that bleeds through the entire course of how you end up kind of learning about music. Um, and, and sorry, not, not just music, but like all aspects of what ends up coming about, you know? Um, because, you know, when I was taking high school history classes, it's it, it was very much so white people came to America and then they did this and then they did this and then they did this. And Black History Month was where we took like a brief pause to be like, and then here's what black people did. And so the way I look at Black History Month now, because for, for me, one of the main catalysts was learning about the Negro Leagues, which um, if anyone listens to my other show is a constant topic of conversation. Um because I love the Negro Leagues and I think it's an amazing story. Um, and to really realize that so much of what we think of as kind of like main normal history is just the white part of it. And then there were also black people sometimes. When in reality, a lot of times these things were happening concurrently just due to a segregated environment or these things were happening before they picked up mainstream success, but the reason they picked up mainstream success was because eventually white people started doing them, and then they got popular. Case in point, everything with music. Everything. So. Is it in the past 100 years? 150 years? Yeah. Yeah, ever, basically since jazz. Um, so the, the way I look at it is, for one, I have a huge sports tilt on it because... I do a lot of stuff with sports on the other show. It's a twice weekly show. We do a lot more. We just had a whole conversation with one of the guys from John Boy Media about 
um, the Negro Leagues. So it comes up a lot. Um, I have large sports tilt on it. But I, I also spend time, you know, for one, doing doing a little bit more researches, trying to find out some more cool shit. Um, I'm wa- currently watching the Ken Burns documentary series on jazz, which is a blast. Um, and it really spending time, not necessarily like focusing too much on individuals as much as the story, you know, the individuals I think matter because they give you faces and names, which are helpful to help you kind of make a connection and it's a good way to give yourself checkpoints, but stories you know how did we get here you know one of the big things that we talk about all the time on my other show is how when when i was young it seemed the way that my history classes talked about jackie robinson is it's like he just like popped out of the ground and it's like hey jackie's here and not like he like went through the negro leagues or anything i didn't learn about the negro leagues when i was in high school you know which is crazy because Jack Robinson had to like went through the Negro Leagues. Satchel Page went through the, a bunch of people did. It was a it was one of the the it was the third largest uh, black enterprise in the United States of America when it was when it was in its uh, peak, and you never learned about it. And so much of other parts of history fall in line with that, where it's like there's a thing that was very big that was happening, but Black people were doing it instead, so there's not so much of a highlight on it. And so I kind of treat Black History Month as a way, as a time for me to really immerse myself in what those stories were. Um, Because for one, I don't know them, and I like that shit. I want to learn them. And for another thing, I think it's important. So, so how how do you do that? So I that's I I love everything you just said. When you said right at the end. You want to like you want to immerse yourself in these stories. What what are you doing to immerse yourself in these stories? Are you like reading about them? Are you watching stuff? Are you are you listening? Like what do you how how? I... Well, uh, part of it is is watching stuff because it's easy. So yeah, the yeah. Um, Ken Burns series on jazz that's easy. Um, it talks a lot about race very upfront because um, jazz is a black form of music of from the south without yeah, telling the story about of the race. Jazz. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It's impossible. Um, I've been, tr- well, you know, go I'll, ahead, Mitch. Yeah, just before we move on, I think that's an important point. If Black History Month is an excuse to talk about intersection of United States history and race, I think that if there's one one way, maybe Matt, to like immerse yourself in Black history is to take the. Pers- so Josh made a good point earlier in terms of how we were taught all as non-black people history about ourselves and it's very eurocentric yes totally it is and i don't i don't think that we could ever get outside of that eurocentric perspective and i think that's okay but so maybe black history month is a reminder and a time for us to while we should be doing this all the time making sure that we are looking at these commonly told stories from the perspective of what has been told to us as the other. Yeah. And I, I think the easiest way to do it is whatever the most fun way is for you. You know, like for me, I love baseball in a vacuum. Um, and I find the story of the Negro leagues to be 
so full of like just everything that you want to believe in um and also everything that's awful about america um and i am captivated by these stories because they're so out of the typical limelight and they're amazing stories and the thing is you can find those types of stories in whatever your hobby is too you know um like the story, and I'm, I know I've talked to Matt about the story of Billie Holiday before, but the story of Billie Holiday's fucking wild. Like, yeah. Billie Holiday's life story is a mess. It's, it, it, it's, it's genuinely ridiculous. Um, but, you know, one of the only things you're ever going to learn about Billie Holiday is she sang really good. Um, when in reality, a large portion of her story is this story of uh, disenfranchised black people living in New York in the early 20s and 30s and systemic racism and poverty and drug addiction that got foisted upon them due to the racial circumstances of the time um and if if you're inter like when i listen to wolfpack which i feel like hasn't come up on the show in a while <laughs> so we're bringing that back um it's when been, I listen- it's been a little bit yeah yeah right yeah. when i listen to <laughs> wolfpack i can't help but wonder like all right how many fellow you know, white wolf f- fans are going to really get the black roots that this music is um, directly derived from. You know, so often when Wolf brings in older guys that are from the genre, they're almost always black people because funk yeah. is a black music. Yes. And the fact that Wolf does a really good job of bringing guys from the genre in to you know kind of pass the torch and remind people of the history of the music it's exactly what a lot of folk artists did in the in the 60s when they were trying to sing um older black songs they would often go on you know like dave van ronk went on tour with um blind willie no, not blind willie johnson uh reverend gary davis um and mississippi john hurt so part of the you know the storytelling aspect of music gets to be held within it but also like how much have you spent time going back on your own you know like when's the last time not even like that far back when's the last time you listened to a george benson record you know when are you you know how much farther back do you and then it's like all right where's where'd george benson get his chops from and let's move it back you know because chances are the farther back in any genre you get the blacker that genre is going to get. And you're going to probably find some really, really interesting stories there that you just didn't know otherwise because it's not at the forefront of today. So whatever your hobby is, I'm, I'm willing to bet you there's a black root to it. Or at least a black take on it. Something that it's necessarily different from what, than what we've been told because it's that perspective that has not yet been said. Right. Or at least given, given the limelight. Which is, I mean, we if there's been a podcast that sounded more 2021 than this one, I don't know what is. I mean, when in history have you had two white guys and an Asian guy talking about black people's place in history? I think that in and of itself, I think we kind of lose perspective of how far that really is from just 50 years ago. Maybe that's what my relationship with Black History Month is now. The fact that we even feel like comfortable having this conversation in the open, right? I think that's kind of important for the movement. That's a really interesting observation. Yeah. Cause that's because like 
and just being like just real with myself like i don't it's not it's not really my movement because it's not my people it's not my history but respecting that it's not my history and being able to talk about it and know the realities of that history and what the realities of that history is is it's just generations of i think that the, the term josh used was systemic racism systemic racism and that's that's the story of what it is well, to and be black. I, I would challenge you a little bit because I think part of what I would what I try to emphasize when when I think about the the stories um and the history involved in Black History Month is that it is not just history of black people for black people. It is it it is about the history of black people in America who shaped the nation we're living in now and that I am going to interact with you know something that mm-hmm. So that that black people had a a effect on i'm going to have an interaction with somewhere in my life and it's just taking the recognition the moment of recognition that you know black history is american history it's yeah absolutely yeah i think that goes without saying yeah and what i'm saying is like i i don't and, you know, again, I'm just like a white guy, but like, I don't think we as non-black people should look at Black History Month and say, oh, that's their month. Because it no, is also it, it, it's our also month. Our month. In a cer- right. In a certain way, in, in a way where we should take a moment to recognize what came before, you know. Um, so I should be very, very careful with my words. And you did a good job. And I've never been able to, to make this distinction because I a thousand percent agree with what you mean. When I use the term theirs as possession, I will never be able to possess Black History Month same as a black person. Me being non-black. That doesn't mean that it's not mine. It just means that my relationship is going to be necessarily different. And that even of yours, Josh and Matt. Right? Right. Oh, Matt, you're awfully quiet over there. What are you thinking? Just trying, like I, I, I'm trying to find something to say. I, um, I'm trying to think of something to say that'll add to the conversation. Is really what it is. I feel like I feel like <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm, uh, I'm just taking in everything you're saying, and I, I'm loving everything you're saying, and it makes a ton of sense. My <laughs> guess, like, I guess, and you just disagree with one thing. No, I mean, like. So <laughs> we need a hot take, Matt. We need a yes, hot, we well, need so, a hot well, take. So, no so, judgment. So here's so here's my so like it it maybe it's not a hot take or maybe it's not a disagreement, but it just seems like 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 are you doing anything extra during like it's it's not uh, I get like what you're saying. like you know Go like jo- like like Josh, it's not like you were on on January thirty first, right? Like you know, like just <laughs> all, all, all white baseball players. Yeah, that's it. Just exclusively to, white. Ba- yeah. Listening to uh, I don't know Ted Nugent uh, or I, I don't know who I don't, uh, who is the whitest artist. I, I, I don't know who, I, but whatever. No, no, Ted then, Nugent was pretty white. <laughs> and then and then like and then on and then first comes around and then you're like oh now i'm gonna you know dust off all of the you know the black history books and like dive in and like that's obviously not what you're doing and so like Mm -hmm. and then on you know on 
February 28th, you go, like, time to put it all away. And then March 1st rolls around and you forget all the black history. Like, so, I mean, I, I guess. Keep like, going with your point because so, I know I see the point you're trying to make. So, I will admit that I, I, definitely probably do better myself about educating myself and about just learning stories right about black people who have done cool stuff right because there's a shit ton right? of them there's a lot of them right <laughs> um but at the same time i don't feel like that should be limited to black history month and like that's just kind of like something that i think you should always do right yes so i guess the in summary what like what 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 extra stuff do you do, right? Is there or is there any extra stuff that, like, you, you, I don't, do you, you get what I'm saying? So, and I think maybe another way to say your point of view, Matt, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that earlier, Matt Josh made the good point of when I was using the term their holiday, and in terms of like it's a uh, what's the point I was trying to make here? What was the point I was trying to make? idea and you're oh it's not it's not their history and our in your history it's our history right josh you were trying to speak towards that just because you're not black doesn't mean that you don't have a place in that history you very much do it doesn't mean that you're just like hands off it's not yours right that was right, you don't want to otherize right. the, the black Is, history because you know are we driving other, are we ahead, otherizing by having black history month itself yeah that, that's, that's i think that's i guess, no i get yeah okay yeah, so okay. hold on let me let me speak right. to why this is a a um dumb point um it's like it's like saying why do we have thanksgiving shouldn't we be thankful every day like yeah i guess but there's also no harm in having a day where we spend time really you know sitting in and thinking about and sharing those moments with people around us taking a moment to recognize the history of the nation and where we got how we got to this point good and bad how we experienced the last year what we are really actually thankful for and sharing that with the people around us at the meal obviously so I, you know yeah, no yeah. one's saying you know don't celebrate black people year-round because that'd be ridiculous but there's also no harm in taking you know time and a good thing it's a month. There's a lot to black history. You know, putting it in just a day or week would be insincere, even if this is the shortest month of the year. Uh, but there's there's no harm in taking time to 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 raise up uh, the voices and stories of a marginalized community and devoting extra time to those stories that, while we might think about them in passing here and there, have a terrible history of uh, in terms of how they've been treated. Uh, throughout the course of the nation, and while we might feel as though the three of us sitting here are, you know, all good when it comes to the black community, that that's not been the experience for most people even today. Um, so while, yeah, it's like, you know, you always good to know that the guy who made super soakers is black. You'll remember that every summer when you're spraying your friends with water. Uh, well, I guess we'll see with this summer. COVID. Um, but, you know, you there can squirt is, a, a water. You could squirt a water gun more than six, six feet. feet. Come yeah, on, dude. That's, that's uh, dude. That yeah, you can but, easily. But where's the water coming me. from? Is it coming from from COVID waters? I don't know. Uh, did you just wear a face mask, bro? You're good. 
You might have to wear goggles. That's true. You, you wear you know you scuba suit outside. Scuba suit, full scuba suits, <laughs> with, snorkel and all. Snorkel and all, and we'll run around with water guns. Can we meet? Can I meet you at the park? You should actually do it tomorrow <laughs> in the snow. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Let's I, I, so, so it's a beautiful point in bringing it back to. So Thanksgiving is a day to be thankful. You should be thankful every day. So why why do we have a holiday for it? No, because we t- we put this time aside to say these, this is the day we're going to be thankful. I while I see the strength in that argument, the only necessarily weakness I could see in it is that what what are we are we trying is it for remembering black people or is it for merging the the communities that have been separated which has caused this history that makes sense well i think i think it's for i think it's for all of it i i think it's a time for discussion like we're having now it's a time Mm. for you to reflect on as we said previously the stories of black people within the hobbies that you have and the things that you take in in the given day it's about the story of black people as they can as as has as the community has contributed to the united states as a whole and and the underrepresented parts of of the story of black people within the nation in general i, th- I think it's i think it's the time for all of it um there i if if the focus is bringing black stories to light in some way then the way i see it there's no wrong answer all right and you should never, ever be against bringing a black story to light because I think the reality of it, it doesn't go away to Matt's point. It doesn't, we don't just go to March 1st and it's like, oh, we're back to white America. I don't think anybody, I don't think the point of Black History Ooh. Month is to operate like that. Yeah. No. No. No, 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 no one, no one's looking at March 1st like, oh, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah, hey, hurry up, yeah, please. And, and in the same way that, like, <clears throat> to use your Thanksgiving analogy, that, like, you know, that, on friday you don't go like you know well i'm not thankful for any, anything you know like it's not it's not like it, it, it i'm thankful stopped. for these sweet sweet savings yeah so, um so then my i next, i guess yeah. i i guess i guess to continue with that analogy then right though um on thanks on thanksgiving right you have the meal right you have uh you, the celebration, right? All, all that jazz, right? What, what is the Black History Month uh, turkey dinner? I want a guideline. And, I want know, a guideline. Or I guess not even a guideline. I guess because yeah, like I want a, tradi- because, I, I want a tradition. Or well, let me let me try to let me try to formulate my thoughts here. I think it's okay to want a tradition for that. Well, I don't even know I'd about that because, like, because, because Josh, like everything, everything we we've talked about so far, it seems like <sighs> we're not talking about anything like 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 concrete, right? We're talking about like uh, learning about stories and stuff, right? Like, I'm I'm. You want to think, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it seems like like I don't know, man. I think Hold it's on. okay. Hold to on. I also thing. feel like maybe like like I feel sh- I feel like I'm I'm coming off as as shitty here. No, like, you're not I, being shitty. Nobody like, on this podcast. Well, no, is no, 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 no. I yeah, I fully agree with Mitch. You're not coming up because you, you got to think. 
the fact that like we don't have these conversations all the time is probably more so a failing of the United States education system than anything else. You know, sure. it's not a failing sure. of you. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not it's not a Matt Tory issue. The fact that that, you know, you might not have a thing or or a known specific way in which you, you know, take time or observe how whichever phrase we settled on um, the month. I, 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 I don't I fail to see how that's your fault. Um, yeah. And like I and so like I, 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 I guess I. I, I want a thing, you know, I want a because all everything else we've talked about, right, is all well and good. Right. And it is all great, great stuff. Right. And that's kind of but it's also like it's the kind of thing that is ongoing. Right. That is like that you just uh, it's not something you it's not a, a check the box kind of. Oh, I learned all of the black stories. Like, got it. Like, do, like, it, you know what I mean? It's not like a. You're continuously doing it's it. a continuous kind of ongoing thing right which is great and and we have a month right to to do that right but there's also something to having right like a a thing right the, like to use the continue with the thanksgiving example right you should be you're thankful all the time right then you got the day that one day where you're like extra thankful and you're extra thoughtful about it right and you think but in it to to kind of celebrate that there's a thing around it right there's that meal there's the turkey right there's the there's the cell you have your family it's over. Ritual. or maybe you don't even do turkey maybe you do something else right but you do something right there's a thing that kind of ties it all together right that like or i mean josh pick a holiday pick another holiday man there's a thing attached to it right oh no so, i totally get it yeah and so like i'm and maybe you maybe you don't have the answer. I don't know, but like I, I guess that's just what I'm really looking for, right? Is like what what's a thing that you know I and anyone else listening or you know who like can kind of to you know start to do right to to kind of bring it all together, right? Something to to kind of um, you know. Uh, fully immerse yourself a little bit or, or feel as though yeah, you're just, participating in the holiday. Yeah. And just kind of ground yourself in it. Yeah. I think there is a value to ritual and I know that there's oh, totally. been writings about it in history that just have it, it. It's in the end, the ritual itself is insignificant. It's the meaning behind it. Yeah. And I think we've done a, I don't want to pat ourselves on the back, but I think we we're great. have done it. We're great <laughs> about discussing the spiritual and necessary implications of a Black History Month. Like I think we all understand why it needs to be there, you know. Right. But I, I, I think sometimes it might come off as us being shallow, asking for a thing, because we know that that thing will never really truly be able to encapsulate the totality of what Black History is. But to Matt's point, and I think it's a valid point, there is still value to having a thing. Yeah. Because now we can right. Now we can all identify around yeah. it. I, I I would appreciate a thing. I would love I would love for a thing to to come about. Oh yeah, because totally, you know it's like no. Go ahead, Matt. Sorry. Well, and I think I think that that is maybe Black History Month's biggest shortcoming that it doesn't have a thing, right? Because think about it, like there's there are people right who celebrate Christmas right who don't give 
a, a shit, right, about Christianity, don't like anything, right? Don't uh, don't know anything about the holiday, right? But they observe it, right? And they're visible, right? And like they make the holiday visible, right? And like it helps the the meaning of the holiday gain traction, right? And legitimacy and kind of people beyond those who are immediately, you know, uh, associated with the holiday and impacted by the holiday um, begin to observe it and participate and, and kind of, you know, understand it a little bit. I think, you know, if there was a, I don't know, if there was a fucking, I don't know, just like pick, pick some kind of stupid, silly tradition, like what literally anything it like it, that it, it that, something that's community building. Maybe it's like just, maybe it's like a volunteering thing. Is but it? Like, I don't it, even think it has to be that. It just it has to be something concrete. Something that yeah, like, that's what I yeah. It yeah. has to just be something that like you and like your family can do, or like you and like your neighbors can do, or like you know what, just something that you and your immediate group can do. That is like. Can I pose an idea for that? Here's here's my idea for Black History Month celebration day. Everybody gets together, and they plant a tree. One tree per everybody in the community. What's the meaning behind that, though? What's the what's the what's the meaning behind? How do, it? How do you tie that to Black History? How what's do you the... tie that to Black History? Well, that's a good question. So I'm going to do it on the air, right in front of your very eyes. Um, also, that's uh, that's just Tubishvat for reference. Is that you're just describing the Jewish holiday Tubishvat? Oh, is it? Well, uh, that's, I that's already taken. It's already, already taken. <laughs> what about a bush? Can I? Can we all plant a bush? Do we need any more bushes though? So, I, well, so, well, so uh, I, I think it's got to be community building. That's ultimately what what I was going to get at with with the no, tree I, thing. No, like I, I'm, I, you're asking too much of this thing, Mitch. You're trying to get all like, hey, well, like let's try to save the world too. Well, like no, no, no. I'm saying like like uh like Thanksgiving dinner, right? There's nothing that's like like community built. I mean, I guess you could argue maybe, but like it's literally it's, you just you're eating turkey. Right. That's what I'm talking about. It's like something that simple. It's just like, oh, in February, like we like, it, I don't know, like we eat baked beans. Like, I don't just look and we market the hell out of it. I, I don't I, I don't know. I, like maybe as non black people, we're the worst people to even start brainstorming about ideas. of what. But you don't even. But, well, like, but I, I, I would take I would take a way less. So first of all, the idea that Black History Month doesn't have a thing is tough. Because the thing is black history. <laughs> so, of course, of course. Of so course no, no, no. Of and course. I'm, I'm, you're looking. So you're looking for for a tradition. And I think even if you had a small one that was personal, not not even personal. Even if it was a small impersonal thing, like yeah. when you pop on Hulu during the month of February, they have a banner that's you know like here's our Black History Month selections. You know, uh, things like that. They say something like amplifying black voices, something like that. And then, you know, it'll walk you through all of the, um, you know, either like black leading role films or stories that interact with blackness in some way. And you can just kind of like pop on a show or a movie and then just like, you know, if, if your ritual is watching To Sir With Love starring Sidney Poitier, I'm not sure that's a horrible tradition. That that might be fine. You know, if it gets you thinking about it, it puts you in the mood, picking out a, a, a book written by a black author and calling it that. I, I think because it's not going to be provided to you. And I think uh -huh. that's like, like you said, it's partly a downfall, but also part of the reward of the holiday. 
of the month is that it's not going to be provided to you. You have to go find it. You know, it's not going to be like Christmas where when you grew up, there was a tree in your, in your living room. And then eventually you just started doing that too. Um, you're going to have to find something that brings you, even if it's a small amount of meaning, like when Corin and I talk about satchel page, we're not, you know, like Mitch said earlier, we're not solving all the world's problems uh, as they pertain to blackness. No, we're talking about baseball players, but it's something that it's a small thing that uses the small platform that we have that gives us both meaning and feels as though that we're interacting with the occasion. You know, like I, earlier this month, I watched a, a documentary on Jean-Michel Basquiat just to get some of that shit in there um, and to and to hear how he interacted with blackness while he was coming up in the art scene in New York in the in the 80s. You know, there's all types of different ways that you can interact with it. But part of it's going to be that you have to go find it. And that is like like I said, it, it, it it's a plus. It's a minus. But I, it's 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 the fucking reality, really. I don't know if it's a plus or a minus, but that's, but but you, but that's it right there. Is I, I was looking for the and Christmas tree was a much better. That was I was looking for the Christmas tree of the because Christmas tree like there's no reason we bring fucking trees inside and put shit all over them. We just do it. Um, it's just dumb rich. But um, that is kind of part of the beauty of it, right? Is that you can decide like what you want to do, right? And I guess that's I guess. I so, guess that's something I have to do, right? Is I have to, I have to, I have to kind of find a, uh, the Black History Month, my own Black History Month Christmas tree. Um, yeah, even something like you know, <laughs> I, 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 um, I donated some money to the Negro League Baseball Museum. I donated some money to Hank Aaron's charity when he passed away. I, oh, that's cool. I bought another thing, um, another piece of Negro League gear apparel because I can't get enough of it. I love it so much. Um, I, I talked about uh, the Negro Leagues on my show several times, that watching was, documentaries the- and shit. Uh, like, I, it, it is the sum of all of it meaningful on a, on on a scale above me personally. Probably not, but it 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 is participating in some way, and I think that's all we on individual levels can be asked to do. Still would like something. Oh, no. You you want the Christmas tree? I want the Christmas, and you know what? And I maybe I'm shitty for saying it. Yeah, maybe you I'm, know what? Maybe though, I, you know what? Person. It is though. I think, and you, and you know what? And I, I I know exactly what. May I? It's for what makes the Christmas the Christmas tree is a common symbol amongst a bunch of people. Josh's argument is very, very strong in that it puts the onus back on the individual to go out and in their own particular way, Josh's way is through his relationship with baseball, give back to and give voice to black history. He's his own one individual voice. And just the way I think is I would like to see a common something unity like a common line for everybody that has the same intention as josh to point towards and i think that itself might make a stronger impact on the way that we look at black history is if we're all looking at 
one common symbol. But to Josh's point, it's not going to be like that because that might not just be how black history works. Maybe it's one of those things where it's always going to kind of escape that one central Christmas tree identification figure. It's always, maybe it's always on the individual. I don't know. But in me just being, I just would like a Christmas tree. Well, I and, you know, and I, I think that's another, you know, good point is that it, it's, it's not going to be as individualistic as here's a Christmas tree and here's the one thing. It's not like we can all put up a poster of Martin Luther King Jr. and say, here is Mr. Black People. We will all now spend the month devoting ourselves to Mr. Black Person, so, Martin Luther so King like Jr. When, you know what when, I mean? When, it, it's not when, that. It, like, like when you said when you said earlier, like when you started the podcast, you're like, do you, like, what do you think of any people? Like, do you think of any? Like, honestly, dude, I felt so shit. Like, like when no, I MLK hear, is the like, man, but dude. like when I hear Black History Month, I literally just think of like the the He's, fucking like the the picture in the history book of him giving the I have a dream speech. There's nothing and like wrong that, with that, and though. like that's it. That's like like, but that's well, it doesn't give it justice. But if there's one thing, so, it's that guy, Martin Luther King, was the man. That dude was a great thinker, a great person, a great writer. He was a beautiful writer. He had a lot of great thought about what peaceful protest was. That's a huge contribution to American politics. I think us thinking of MLK as our first person we thought of, maybe one might look at it as like the scratching the surface part, but I still think it. He's dude. He's important, man. Well, I'm not saying he's not important. Like, like, look, look. I'm not trying to say he's not fucking important, Mitch. Like, what? Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take the other side of the argument. Like, Martin Luther <laughs> King Jr. is not important. Like, what the fuck? Who the fuck do you think I am? Like, of course he's important. That's not what I'm fucking saying. Get on with your point. What I'm saying <laughs> is that, like, I, I, I don't. I think what Josh is probably gonna chime in and say that, like, it's, it's like, I don't know if it's not fair, but like. To like distill down, uh, you know, Black History Month and 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 make him the make MLK the Santa Claus of <laughs> of Black History Month. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, that, no, like I, 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 it, it's a, it's exactly not... it's exactly the same point that I made about Jackie Robinson. Because when we are in history class, yeah, you might yeah, get like yeah, a brief thing yeah. about Malcolm X. You might yeah. maybe. But otherwise, it's uh, hey, Martin Luther King Jr. one day popped out of the ground and cured racism, and then everyone exactly was like, "Oh, yeah. cool! That that we did it. We're done. We did yeah. it 50, yeah. 60 years ago. End of story." Yeah. And, because, it, look, and before, it's, it's completely bereft before, of everything that came before it, and then yeah, everything yeah. that came after it. Yeah. And this yeah. is the guy. It's the same thing they do with Jackie Robinson. It's the same thing they do with Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. But maybe it's the same figures we look at. Maybe we just paint them in that different way. In that, oh no! In that I mean, Josh, MLK you're 100 yeah. right. It's 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 how it's how these figures and how these people were first taught to us, right? And it's how and and like it's it's how like the general public, right? If we're talking about like you know a statistical average, right? Like thinks about these people, right? And these these. Uh, historical figures i guess right um like in a vacuum as like a kind of uh, popped out of the ground cured racism and you know and and we did it like before you know there were black schools and there were white schools then boom now there's black people in the schools with white people they're the same we did it 
like um well that specific part of history was the most misrepresented point that was ever taught to me throughout my history education i think a lot of history is misrepresented like well, I to think that but, same degree. Yeah, though. but I, I, so, I think, but I in think, a, but in American history, I think that's that that's the linchpin. I mean, of the last fifty years, you got the you, only difference is that there, there is that is that you know that that how are off that was versus the other. You know, no, no. I'm just I, I no. I say you're making a good point in terms of how mlk was presented to us in our original history classes it was yay hey you're agreeing with me yes okay but what i'm saying is that if are we going to look at completely different people or do we just closer represent the truth oh i don't what know the st uh, what the story uh, of uh, those look, people hey, oh, oh, are. i don't have the answer to that yeah. question i don't well, know yeah, yeah you're, like, you're asking us to reform like like the the education system in america at a level yeah, that oh yeah oh, no but, ability but, to speak on i have no, I have no, no. idea but um, i guess what i no, but in us talking about it, because this is this is black history where we are working through black it like at like to just say oh mlk wasn't the savior and he didn't start and finish it that's true yes no 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 but no, no, then no, like so so no. like well, how did here, he bleed in well, here's he bleed here out? here's here's let me, let me just boil it down for you mitch um i don't think it's i don't think it would be a complete statement or like a like a total right, to say like oh man i celebrated black history month because i thought about martin luther king jr and like that's like the beginning and the end of your black history month observance you know what i mean like that's a that no, is a that is a like 19 you know 80s uh elementary school like you know I'm here's not, how we're gonna do a black history month right. we're gonna take five minutes and you're gonna write a paragraph about how martin luther king jr makes you feel yeah like no but that's but that's also that's kind of a straw man fallacy in terms of the argument that i'm making so i think you're representing my position on what i think martin luther king's impact and that's why right, i Mitch. think yeah right you know like you like come on yeah no because yeah. i well, I think what I think Mitch is saying is that it's like Martin Luther King Jr. had a very, very big impact, but it's also reductionist to say he's the guy. Yes. Because of the whole series of movements that took place. And I and yeah. I think if we're talking about how to characterize it, we say we we treat it like you you, you treat it like that. Like this is a piece of a story. Like one of the one of the, the yeah. phrases yeah. that drives me nuts. Um and I, I hear playing uh, in ads every now and then because uh, CNN's running ads for the, some new series or some shit they're coming out with. I don't give a shit. Um, is Lincoln freed the slaves? And I hate that phrase because not quite. Lincoln made it illegal to own slaves, but there was a lot of people and a lot of black people who fought for a very long time to make that happen. And so to reduce it down to just the idea of one day Lincoln woke up and was the president and was like, well, shit, we should make owning slaves illegal. I'm going to free the slaves. And then walked around to every house in the South and you know, opened up all the doors and said, run free. 
it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous well, thought, but that type of hyperbolic language yeah. is going to leave an impression on all of us. All three of us heard that phrase when we were younger, Lincoln mm -hmm. freed mm -hmm. the slaves. And it takes mm -hmm. the agency of all of the black people who were either freed people at that point in time or still slaves and the work that they did to make that movement see that, um, that to get to that moment that it saying just simply Lincoln freed the slaves is so disrespectful and still not quite true because after that moment, we had a secession. We fought a civil war. Black people fought in the union to maintain this ideology of abolition. Like so much else happened, but it gets reduced to that point. And I think a similar thing happens with Martin Luther King Jr., which is he's the guy that solved racism. Mm -hmm. And so many other, you know, Jackie Robinson, he's the guy that integrated baseball. And so, so much gets that treatment where we pick out that historical figure and we go, this is the defining moment and nothing else that matters happened. Uh, nothing else that happened matters enough to talk about. And then we just kind of move on. And I think those, th that's where the real story is, you know? That's where the real history you're going to you're going to find is at, at those are the the lesser told bits that we're going that I think partly to whatever extent it is for you. Uh, this holidays or this month is is about, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, you said it, you you said it beautifully, Josh. I mean, Mitch, I think you and I are we're talking about two sides of the same thing. Right. And. Uh, yeah, it's and it also is the scope of what's trying to be said by the statement. I understand Josh's argument in terms of his unapproval with Lincoln freed the slaves being used as a term. It's important to look at that phrase as it's true, but it just doesn't tell the whole bit of the story. When you reduce it and that's all you understand, yes, that's harmful. That doesn't mean that you can't say it here's where it becomes a problem though is like is like we're like it, like you, when you don't know all the other stories that go that go into that and well, what i was trying to say with getting back to martin luther king right is it, I mean, we learned about him in school right we know we like you like there like we know like like he he is uh Wouldn't it be a better way to observe the holiday, right? Or to observe black history, right? Or to understand, a better way to understand black history, right? Would be to, to learn about other people, right? The other stories that, that were peripheral to, to his, right? Or to the stories you don't know, right? Seeking new knowledge. Right, yeah. Rather than... Uh, because I think, because like I, I think, when when you, uh, and I'm not saying you you were, but like when you try to make Martin Luther King Jr. like the Santa Claus of Black History Month, when you try to make him like the the mascot of the you know the right. holiday, you you risk. Um, oversimplifying it right you risk uh 
you know, um, I'm thinking that like, oh, he's the guy who, who, who cured racism. Right. And he's the, and he's kind of like, and I don't know. I think that's, that, that is a disservice, right. To of what the, what the, what it's supposed to be about. Right. And so, so then I that guess was, that was the point that I was trying to make. Before. So then I guess we can't want to think about it then. If it's something that can't be reduced down to a single person, can't be reduced down to a single story. It's we're not going to be able to have a single thing, right? Well, so again, is, I, think, is, I think it depends because, like, if you're looking for a ritual, you know, let's take away the object that is the Christmas tree and let's go with ritual. Like, for yeah. me, the ritual is we're going to talk about the Negro Leagues even more so than usual at various mm -hmm. intervals on my podcast for the month of February. And we're going to yeah. try to bring in guests to talk about the Negro Leagues. Um, and that's something I look forward to every year. And it's not something that necessarily goes away after February. We talk about the Negro Leagues as they come up, as there's news, as there's discussion points, and as we have things to say about it. We don't reserve it all for February. Um, we spread it out over the course of the year as it, as it comes up. But that is something that we look forward to, and, and that is a, a small, little bitty ritual that we partake in. In terms of having, like, you know, that idol, like, like a Christmas tree or like a menorah or whatever, that's harder. Because I don't know what that would be. Um, there is no symbol, I think, that signifies the holiday in that type of way. But I think there's still things that you fucking rewatching Roots, you know, like I think there's like things that you can do in there. Sure. Interact. Oh, yeah. I just I feel like I'm, I listen to, like, not, not the. Matt's point, I do it all the time. Like I just think about all the jazz I listen to, all the hip hop I listen to. It's nuts. Anyway. Yeah. It's that was a the heavy, heavy discussion. My brain literally hurts. I'm so sorry. I like sputtered out at the end there. <laughs> No, I like think it's buttered out. It's Matt, dude. It's heavy lifting because it's a lot of perspective for us to take on, man. I yeah, get, and, I get overwhelmed by yeah, the and perspective. Like, and I, I really do. Well, it's, I'm it's, trying so, to, it's, it's too much for me sometimes. So, like, what I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm just struggling to, like, to provide. I think interesting commentary. Like, I, I. Is it just because, like, sometimes is it just there's nothing more to be said? I I don't even know if it's that. I think it's just it's. I think it's lack of perspective. I think I have a lack of perspective, and I think you're I'm, you're 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 new to it. Yeah, I think it's you. Know, I think I have to. You, you know, you have to like you have to know you have to know something before you can ask questions. Like that's what like I like I I don't yeah, even know what right, I don't yeah. know. And so you it's, are you know there for for the celebration of Passover. There are four children. Matt, you are the child who does not know enough to ask. That's right. Yeah, sure. W what are the other three? <laughs> um, ah, oh, fuck. So the four children, there's the youngest child that doesn't know enough to ask. There's the child, the belligerent child that um, feels as though he knows everything. There's the um, inquisitive child that loves asking questions. Oh, man. 
Oh, and then there's the wise child who who um, knows all the answers. So it, it's it's the wise child who knows it all. Mm-hmm. The thoughtless child that asks dumb questions. No. Oh, shit. I always get this shit wrong. I always conflate two of them. There's the one who feels like he knows everything. There's the one that asks all the dumb questions. There's the one that doesn't know enough to ask anything at all. Um, oh, and I forget. I want to say there's like a belligerent kid, a little shit in there. Josh, you know, I mean, I don't even remember what the who are these kids for? Passover, right? Passover. Passover. Okay. Yeah, Passover. Okay. All right, hold on. I did a Google. It's the wise child, the, the, the thoughtless child, the simple child, and the child who doesn't know enough to ask. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I guess that's, you know, I... I don't know. Um, actually, you know what? This uh, this kind of goes pretty cleanly in with what we're saying, so I'm going to actually re- read some of this shit out because it, it kind of works pretty well with what we're talking about. So, right. the four questions, um, the four children... What does the wild child, the wise child asks? What are the testimonies, statutes, and judgments we learn through the Passover story? The idea here is that this kid knows very specific, very pointed questions to ask to get answers on as we go throughout the seder, right? The seder being the uh, Jew- the Hebrew word order. It's the meal, the meal for Passover. The thoughtless child asks, "What does the service mean to you?" And the idea here is that. This thoughtless child is saying you instead of us because the child is not understanding yet that this is part of their history as well and that he or she or they is also included in this tale. That's the thoughtless child. The simple child asks, um, what is this in reference to the Seder? Just not, uh, not understanding where we're at at all. Needs a clarification, <laughs> isn't quite following it, doesn't quite get it. We're going bare bones here. And then the last child, like I said earlier, is the child that doesn't know enough to ask questions. Just completely new to the whole thing. And they usually get ranked by age. You know, so you think about the child that doesn't know enough to ask, probably like four, some dumb age, where all kids are universally stupid. Um, and and, so and to, clar- to clarify, that's that's me. That's to clarify. <laughs> to clarify. Yes. Yeah. Well, and you know that that it's the idea that you, you have starting points, and that as yeah, you no, grow within no, I, the the thing, yeah, you know, like yeah, you, you yeah. your your questions get better the more you know about a thing. No, exactly. It's uh, oh, what's the saying? It's like uh, the more you know, the more you know what you don't know. Yeah, it's, it's there's a bunch of sayings that like are in essence that, but yeah. there's ones that sound fancier than that that some, some hey, it got the job keys. done yeah yeah so all right you know we're, we're we're approaching the hour mark i wanted to ask you guys how often do you guys talk about race in any capacity past year it's ratcheted up for sure uh past year and a half two years i think it's ratcheted up well and it's with certain people too. I gotta talk about it with you guys. I mean, I wouldn't so talk about it in other contexts. That's 
what do you mean by talk about race? That's that's a it's such a such a wide. Now, obviously, I've been talking about it more in the last year with you know it being more visible with protests in the media and things like that. But right. um, just race in general has always been something. I mean, this is, this is something now that I I do have some experience in talking about. I mean, being a minority, right? I've um. I don't know. I've been talking more uh, like with my parents and with my family about it and like kind of, you know, just being, uh, I don't know, just trying to, just trying to be open to have conversations with, with more people and just trying to do get other people's, you know, um, understand other people's views and try to, Help them understand mine. Great. That's very healthy. Yeah. I'm with that. Yeah, I feel I feel like Josh over um my conversation like growing up, not like not a lot, but of recently, and I think just because of how I again, I'm just saying exactly what Matt said, just as visible as it is in the media. I've just gotten, I've, I've learned new things about people and I've seen people ask certain questions and say certain things that's forced me to talk about race in race in ways that I didn't think I would have to before. Um, but yeah, I'd say I talk about, I, I talk about it maybe once or twice a week. I don't know. I couldn't put a number to it. How does it feel when you guys talk about race? Most of the time. Oh, it's so fucking stressful, man. Yeah, most of the time. It's so stressful. <laughs> it's like the person that, and it's, and it's okay. It's fine. It's just. And uh, so on, like, I'm, I'm even just talking about like with, with, with talking to my family about race, right? It's, it, it's, it's, I mean, it's it's the same thing that uh, I mean talking to anybody, right? About um, I don't know, because you want to make sure it, it's very difficult to to make sure that 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 you're understood, right? that you also respect other people's opinions. Mm -hmm. But you also need them to understand your opinion. You know, have um, I don't know. Like, there's a you've got to be you've got to be tolerant of other people, right? And you've got to try to understand where other people are coming from. But um, I'm not even really sure what I'm trying to say. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I yeah, for me it's I have to when I have to talk about it, I definitely get a little stressed out. Um I try my best to remain calm because I feel like remaining calm in those situations have opinions that are like kind of they're they're heated. Like they're 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 close to you. 
And when somebody's questioning them, I think you just naturally just get kind of get a little uneasy about it. A lot of the situations is me trying to harness that energy and trying to stay as calm as possible. Um, but I also feel like sometimes when I talk about race, I have to have the same conversation with somebody like five times before they get it. I don't know if you guys have had experiences like that. Or I've heard somebody say something. It just like made me raise my eyebrow and I had to say something to that person. And I had to have that same conversation with that person like four or five times until they finally got it. I don't know if you guys had similar experiences, but sometimes what I feel like talking about races, it's just like a game of football and you're just running the ball right down the defensive line. You just have to keep hammering home. Well, I, I, I get stressed out about it because I'm afraid I'm going to put my foot in my mouth. That, 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 is, that is my biggest fear. It's because it, uh, it, it is probably the most careful I ever pay attention to my words and not because I'm afraid I'm about to like drop a racial slur out of nowhere, but it's like, you know, you use an incorrect possessive, possessive form. Like we had come up earlier of a word and all of a sudden the sentence you were saying is awful um, because it is awful. Um, and your grammar might be mildly sloppy. Which, in most instances, no one would give a shit about, but it's a very emotional topic. And so it, it like, so when I had um, guest on, on my other podcast a few weeks ago um, to talk about the Negro Leagues, a subject that Corwin, my co-host, and I have been talking about for literally years on the show, um, to the point where a lot of what we were going to say was uh, rehashings of conversations we'd had dozens of times. Um, I was still worried that I was just going to like shove my own foot in my mouth and say something so idiotic due to poor grammar or something like that, that I was going to come across as an idiot or worse. Um, and I think the biggest thing when it comes to this type of stuff is, especially as non-black people, as the three of us are, um, you got to be ready to get told that you're wrong. And the way that you're wrong might be horrible. Because you didn't know any better. But based on where the three of us grew up and our experiences, there's a good chance we're going to be wrong about a lot of shit. And uh, you got to be ready to own it. And I think that's the biggest thing for me has been understanding that every single worldview I have deserves to be questioned. And there is a greater than 50% chance I could be wrong about it. And I have to accept that from somebody that might have more personal experience in that area. That uh, that thing I thought, yeah, it might be like super fucked up. But at the same time, there might have been no way I was going to know it. And you got to be ready to eat that, you know? And it's okay. And it's okay to eat that. I mean, if you're not putting yourself out there to even eat it, I think that's kind of even worse, right? You don't want to completely shove it under the table and be afraid to talk about it. Right, like, like one uh, of the, yeah, like I've told the story. I've told the story before, but like my my great uncle, Uncle Jeff, the man, love my uncle Jeff. He's great. Um, he he got his doctorate at University of Kansas, uh, which oh. is in the state of Kansas, not Missouri. Is in Kansas. Um, so imagine a six foot four Jewish man from the Bronx 
wandering around Kansas. He was a topic of discussion <laughs> in yeah. the sixties, in the like late sixties, early fifties. And we said, he said one of his classmates, you know, very meekly once approached him and said, uh, Jeff, do you have horns? Because a, a, a common rumor about Jewish folk is that we have horns. And here's this guy who probably spent his entire life in fucking Kansas, never met a Jewish person, never seen one on the street, and sincerely thought that we might have horns. But, according to Uncle Jeff, Duke was really nice about it, was a genuine question, and, you know, was embarrassed and accepted it after he got told, fucking no, you goddamn idiot. Um, (laughs) No, I don't have horns. And as stupid and goofy and lighthearted as that story is, the idea that this guy didn't go, yes, you fucking do, I can see him, and then spit on my uncle and walk away, that is or worse. That's, or that's, worse. Or or worse. Or much worse. That's, yeah. That's the guy that we might end up being by mistake one day. And yeah. you kind of got to accept it the way that he did and move on from it, learning yeah. that because while it ridiculous as it sounds, that like, yeah, yeah, Jews have horns and and yeah. black people can't swim and white men can't jump. These are all facts. Um mm. as ludicrous as those all sound, there's chances just statistically speaking, there's a solid chance we hold an opinion that is somewhere in that realm of stupid. And we just don't know. That is equally (laughs) ludicrous. Yeah. 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 And it's okay. And it's okay. Yeah. And you, and earlier you warned Josh, you warned Matt about, uh, like it was like the, uh, what were you saying earlier, Josh, about Matt's education and something about him not knowing. And it was a result of not necessarily him himself, but the situation he was in there. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. making that point. And I think it's applicable here too. Right? You don't know it's, what you don't know. Don't know what you don't know. Just be out there and be genuine and be honest. And you know, tr- trying to boil it down and just have the right intentions. Right. Yeah, that'll get you a long ways. That the intentions will get you a long ways. It won't get you all the way. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, it won't get you all the way. But it's a it's a good place to start. And maybe in talking about about black history, maybe that's the way maybe that's what it should be about. Maybe that's the way I'll look at it. It's just making sure that my intent when I'm looking at this subject is where it's supposed to be. I'm with it. So here, uh let let let's let's close. I have one final question. I think I said that earlier, but this time I mean it. Um sorry guys. Um it is uh, when this episode drops, it'll be February 12th, which means that there are uh, 16 days left in the month. Um, after this conversation, is there anything that you guys are planning on doing to uh, celebrate, observe, or what have you, the the occasion? Anything you're thinking of doing? Yeah, I have um, this copy of this John Coltrane album that I'm going to go upstairs and put on and listen to. Right on. I'm going to read I'm going to read the back I'm going to read the back of the record too. Right on. You know, I think I might have a John Coltrane album. It's I don't know, man. I <laughs> 
I don't know, Josh. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to do today? Uh, what do you want to do? <laughs> uh, uh, we got a few more movies we're planning on watching. Uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, One Night in Miami, um, Judas and the Black Messiah. These are all new releases, but we're also looking forward to watching them over here because of the uh, central theme of blackness on it. Um, I've already done a lot of what I had planned on doing, but I might try to find a few more documentaries and keep going with the Ken Burns one. <laughs> I'm sitting here staring at that. And he's staring right back at me. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Man. Maybe, uh, uh... Go get some Ethiopian food or something. <laughs> Support yeah, a black is, is, What's what's the name of the bread that's at the bottom of Ethiopian dishes? Is that it's not non injera? No, injera. No, no, it, it it's yeah. injera. Injera. I n j e r a. Delicious. Yeah, it's fucking great. It God, is so good. It. Have you now when you go to have you been so when I went to an Indian place one time or when Indian African African they serve the food like family style. Right? Yeah. They, right? And it's on that big it's on this like big piece of whatever the name of the bread. I I'm not going to mispronounce it again. But that really did you get like a spicy sauce on it too, Josh? Oh, of course. Oh, it's delicious. You have that by you? Yeah, there's a couple. There's there's um yeah, there's a couple by me here. I also made a stop in Little Ethiopia when I was in Los Angeles a couple years ago. Um, fucking love Ethiopian food. Shout outs to all my Ethiopian Jews. Y'all people are the best. Um, yeah. All right, gang. Any any concluding thoughts before we get out of here? Before we skedaddle? Oh man, thanks for the conversation. Is Matt still thinking? That he's got a hand on the temple. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> hand on the temple. Now 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 his head is in his hands. He's deep breaths. <laughs> There's steam everywhere. The fire the smoke alarm's about to go off. We have bro Matt Matt missed one week. Matt missed the week where we talked about food. And advertisements and walked right into the episode where we talked about race for an hour. <laughs> so, welcome back to the show, Matt. <laughs> great to be back. It's, it's back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do so at YCBSPod. It's YCBSPod on Twitter. And if you want to hit us up via email, you can do so at YCBSPod at gmail.com. Uh, let us know your thoughts and feelings and what we got wrong. Um, and uh, I guess that's it for this week. So until next Friday, y'all have a good one. Hey, take care, guys. Thanks.